Welcome to Music Journeys. I'm Mike Foley. Thrilled to bring you the music and story of Columbus musician Kelly Zulo. She performed here at WCBE in November of last year and also chatted with Music Journeys. We dive into her songwriting process and how it's evolved over the years and the major departure from that process for many of the songs on last fall's release, The Magic of Thinking. And Zulo and I had fun with those handful of song questions we have called The Fast Five. Kelly Zulo, our featured guest on this edition of Music Journeys, thanks for listening. Hi, this is Kelly Zulo, and this is my music journey. Kelly Zulo released The Magic of Thinking in August 2021, and it reflected a change in the 45-year-old's writing routine. I previously would write most of my songs very haphazardly, which is not a slam on me. It's like just a method that I created that was kind of spontaneous and it was fun for everyone. I would sit down, write a song, come up with the skeleton of the meeting, have many of the phrases sort of worked out. And then every time I played it in public, it was kind of a little different, which was kind of fun for me because I, I didn't know what kind of song I was going to end up with. When I'd go in the studio, I would always have kind of an inconsistent result. And so I decided to set up my studio in my house and record. And I, I decided to do the dangerous thing of taking things apart and dissecting them and listening to them over and over again because I tried to do that when I was like 19 and it drove me insane and I like ended up not doing music for like a few years. So I decided to change how I am as a songwriter. Not gonna, I'm not gonna be a spontaneous writer anymore. I'm gonna sit down and have notes and words written down and I'm gonna, I'm gonna put them through a process where I sit down, I record everything I'm working on and then I've written all these words but I'll let myself diverge from them. Zulo's connection to music began with a love of the B-52s. Then at around the age of 12, a friend wanted her to play bass. I was okay. I, you know, and then from guitar, I said I wanted to start singing and I was actually a terrible singer. The teacher said, I'm going to turn her into a singer. And my dad was like, yeah, okay, have fun. 
I could sing within a year or two. I was actually one of the, I want to say, quote-unquote, best singers in the area after a year or two of working on it. So I started singing, and I did start writing a little after that. It's kind of a gradual progression. But I was also dealing with, like, going to high school, which was, like, a whole nother world. And the music was, like, escape from the world of the real world. Yeah, I'm getting older, but nothing ever changed. And I sing a song when I'm 93. Nashville, while you take my soul, I threw your storybook out in. I think going to Nashville was really great for me when I was like 18 and I saw how good people can be and like how talented and what that takes. Like they would go home and it's not unusual to go home and spend five or six hours practicing. And I got frustrated. I felt like I was not achieving that level of getting to that. But you have to work at it every day for like half your life, basically. For half the time that you're awake. I was able to to really put some time in for a few years and I saw a major improvement and it was so inspiring. Unfortunately then some other distracting thing came along and I've just started now starting to like get that out of the way. So it is like swimming a marathon, you know. I call the like every day of your life is a microcosm of what you're doing like it's a reflection of what's happening in my whole life like those days when I had a scheduler I'd wake up at eight o'clock practice till two o'clock write songs from three to eight really focused and my life reflected that but then like when things start to creep into your sphere and your time and your music space you know things start to change so every day what you do from when you wake up so when you go to sleep is like gonna be reflected in what you're doing as a whole.
The magic of thinking release marked a major departure for Zulo, but she embraced the stressful challenge of addressing her flaws. I do have this kind of magic connection to just being able to make up anything on the spot. And that's a gift, but beyond that, I had like some huge weaknesses. And so I decided to do the best I could to, we to work on those. Nobody wants to do that. We all want to do what we we're good at, you know? So I've just been doing that for like a couple of years, kind of like a lyric workshop. And I was just so amazed at how much these songs are improving. One example, the song, The Sound of the City. The sun is hanging out down in the city, having a drink, trying to get over the fact that the sky held it up all day. I didn't have that little word in there, before, those, that meaning in there before, but once I came up with that, the sun is, was held up all day, like it was inconvenienced, you know, it added this whole like element of personality to the sun and that, you know, it's just like us, it also personifies it to be like annoyed or <laughs> like whatever, like it has better things to do and just wants to be alone. Rattling off a Among the biggest things Zulo realized she had to let go of, a little ego, of course, but also the way she felt on a recording day. So I would sit down and think, you know, I'm not very feeling very creative today, blah, blah, blah. And then I would record me and I'd go back and listen. And I like was just as creative and good as it was on a day when I thought I was awesome. So I found that my opinion of my abilities actually was quite not important. That actually helped tremendously because I think sometimes we let our opinion of where we're at that day determine if we're going to do it. And once you start to lessen the influence that you think you have over yourself and get out of that thinking that it's so connected to this magical source that you have to feel just right in order to access, like that's not true. Like it's there even when you feel totally like crap. And you just woke up an hour ago. Wrote a letter to myself. Ego took it, said that's all good. Let's go and put it on a shelf with all your insights. I've been looking through my ego, trying to see the real me. Yeah, I have to burst its bubble. It's floated away with. Yeah, I'm gonna bend over love. To the swift black shit. I'll eat him how I'm in philosophies. Let my birthdays pass. My shadow bottom out was never sharp as the peak. And I was driven around a circle. Although she can still get stuck in eternal studio mode, 
Zulo lets her inner voice determine the best lyrics, but she's also willing to go through the discomfort if the writing requires an adjustment. Her van provides the ability to travel and live life and find time to record with microphones and a laptop nearby. And if the magic of thinking, as she told me, is just a bridge to the next release, how lucky are we when that next one comes around? We had some fun with the Fast Five. Here we go. Okay, first song you can remember hearing that you loved. I'm going to go with... Um, uh the second Melissa Etheridge album that was released in the late 80s, um, the way she played guitar, there was a myriad of songs on that album that I can't really pick one, so I'll pick an album. I wanna play, baby, that's the way I want it to be. I just I love how she she just like really attacked the guitar. It made me practice strumming for an hour every single day, just like really fast. How about the song that makes you feel the most nostalgic or reflective? Oh, you know what I what comes to mind without thinking is that song Bittersweet Symphony. driving over a bridge and it playing and I remember what the bridge looks like like 20 years ago because I mean who has who doesn't relate to that song absolutely okay the go-to song that gets you dancing or if you don't dance a, a tune that you hear and you can't sit still when you hear it that I do have a favorite dance song because back in the day I'm gonna age myself but crystal waters 100% pure love I would go to the dance clubs when I was 20, 21, whatever legal age. And that song would come on and it would I would just I don't know, I just had this like flow come over me. It was crazy. The song that makes you feel like working out or motivates you to do something. I love these questions. Um so when I was younger my mom, who was amazing, she would um 
drive me. I'm an only child, so she would drive me around town. I, no one else, just me in the front seat. And she would play her songs, and she used to go to Jazzercise or whatever it was, and they would they would be playing I Got a New Attitude by Patti LaBelle. love that song i want to cover it and i i could work out to that song for an hour okay last one song that lifts you up when you're feeling down so this is kind of weird um what's that song one day in your life love will find you anastasia I just love, all right, so I really like late 90s, not dance music. It has to be a good song, too. I don't I, I don't like songs that are just like, who knows what makes a good song, but um, one day in your life, love will find you. You know, it's like these fist pumping, I'm going to be okay kind of songs. Like, I like those. My thanks to Kelly Zulo for her time and wonderful music. She's also on the schedule for the Columbus Arts Festival, June 11th. So something to look forward to there as well. Be sure and join us next week as we feature Janice Ian and Tom Rush ahead of their May 18th concert. I'm Mike Foley. Talk to you again on the next Music Journey. Ooh.